0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth.
1: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, SiriusXM XM, channel 145. It is Thursday, June 11th. One day closer to Friday, everyone. <laughs> for us, it doesn't matter because we're on summer vacation. It is Amanda Marie here. And today, I am joined by Brianna, Gerald, Nicole, Alicia, and Angel for another spectacular show of the youth here on Slam Radio, SiriusXM XM, channel 145. Before we get into any of the topics that we have lined up for today's show, we will, of course, go through our COVID-19 rundown, the latest updates, the latest stats, the facts, everything that you need to know, and we'll discuss those little by little here on The Youth. But to kick things off, the current global case number in the entire world is at 7.15 million with a surpassing 408,000 death toll and over 3.3 million recoveries. We're seeing that the global economy is predicted to shrink 6% in 2020 as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. And if a second wave does come along, this number can increase to 7.5%. We're also seeing European economies are expected to be hit the worst as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. UK especially is expected to be the worst affected country in the European nation. Overseas, we're seeing England beginning to reopen zoos, safari parks, and drive-in theaters. As we know, they were put on a pretty strict lockdown for some time there. Now they're starting to have some sort of reopenings as well, as we're seeing many countries begin to roll out their reopening phases. We're also seeing South Korea. They're using QR tracing for entry into very high-risk places. So high-risk places as, you know, different parts of the country that are at more high risk and have had more caseloads than, say, somewhere else. We're also seeing German tourists will soon be allowed to visit Spain as a result of the coronavirus pandemic in order to help Spain out with their tourism sector. Again, because of the coronavirus uh, pandemic, we have not seen travel. Travel has been banned and it may be a long time before we can see people from the United States going on vacations to Spain and vice versa. But now these German tourists are now going to be allowed to go to Spain to sort of help out. So neighboring countries helping out one another. We're also seeing Nigeria, their case their case tolls are starting to increase as they have now reported their highest daily number of cases, which is only a little bit over 600 cases, but their spike is starting to increase very dramatically in just a matter of a few days. Now, a little bit closer to home, in the U.S., we're seeing a confirmed total of over 2 million cases with 115,000 deaths. We're also seeing a total number of 613 recovered coronavirus patients. The DC, Some D.C. National Guard members did test positive amid the U.S. protests. So they were out there when things were getting kind of, you know, confrontational at the White House, at the protest uh, for the Black Lives Matter movement. And some of these members of the National Guard have tested positive at these, due to being at these protests and, you know, coming in contact with so many different people. But moving away a little bit from that coronavirus update and an update on the George Floyd situation at hand, you know, he was laid to rest uh, this week and we continue to see demonstrations across the nation We're seeing the Minneapolis police chief announce his department is withdrawing from union negotiations, which he says is the first step in what will be a transformational reform to the agency in the wake of Floyd's death. So as we know, they uh, they had said that they were planning on dismantling the entire police agency and sort of restructuring the model of what this police department looks like. And clearly they're taking steps very quickly and they're not hesitating or wasting time. We're also seeing statues are being vandalized and beheaded. We saw Christopher Columbus's statue beheaded. Jefferson Davis's statue was just laying on the floor and, you know, people had to come pick it up. And as a result of everything that happened with George Floyd, we're seeing so many different companies, so many different things unfold because of this situation. We're seeing Amazon implementing a one-year moratorium on the police use of facial recognition technology. So they will not be helping out any police use of facial recognition technology that they allow We're seeing NASCAR and several other companies and just big name people and places. You know, they're moving towards making sure that the Confederate battle flag is banned from all sorts of events and from just anything in general. We're seeing cops, the reality TV series, which is extremely popular and has been around for a long time. They just canceled that this week. And we're also seeing online some jokes are being made, you know, to defund Paw Patrol. Because within this team of, you know, the furry helpers and all the little kids love this because you have the firefighter, you have the roadside assistant, you also have a puppy cop. And as a joke, some people are saying, well, I think it's time we need to defund Paw Patrol, which honestly, I I find that kind of like, okay, now this is, you know, this is Twitter clashing with social issues that are going on right now and trying to make the best out of a situation, as we know, has been very chaotic and has been very, it's been very upsetting to watch everything that's unfolding. But... This is definitely something pretty interesting to hear. <laughs> I mean, this is
2: extremely interesting to hear because it's kind of taken more turns than we thought. Like this is this has done a lot to the to the actual movement and the actual need that we have because it, it kind of it it puts that people are finally listening to something that has been needed to be listened to for for a long time, and I think that it's very interesting because yeah, Twitter is gonna come in. To everything you know now and again and they're gonna make a joke so everything's a little bit you know lighthearted, at least for us whenever we see it like with the whole thing with Kendall Jenner like that's obviously fake we all kind of chuckled at it we thought it was funny but I think that funny. Paw Patrol a little bit too far come on guys like my nephew loves them and the puppy cops do nothing bad they're just puppies okay but I understand the the rest and I, and and I do like how Amazon's kind of like you know what we're going to make their, their life a little bit harder because a lot of the protesters are like, hey, you guys, they, they use facial recognition. So here's how you make sure that your face doesn't get recognized by it. So I think that it is all very interesting, as Mana said. And I think that the way this is, un- this is unfolding is definitely going to have more than one chapter in the history books whenever our kids need to learn about 2020.
3: I'm shocked that they're attacking Paw Patrol because a lot of little kids like it it's adorable. Like, who doesn't like puppies? I'm sorry. But I absolutely agree with Nicole. Like, this is going to be one for the books. And with everything going on, I can't wait to discuss this with my children and my grandkids. Look, this is what happened in 2020. But this is what needed to happen because it needs, like, all the bad things that's happened needs to stop. I am for it. And I'm happy that a lot of people are taking like this literally now, even though it's taken so long. But this is the next step to a better equality future.
4: Well, I mean, and all honesty, I think, you know, kudos to Amazon for uh, their their decision on on the facial recognition thing, and kudos to NASCAR and all these other giant companies. Um, just make a cop's life a lot more complex than what it already is have some fun with it um, but I think the I feel like the most per se interesting thing is that now we're actually seeing something good happen because so far 2020 we didn't see much good happen we had a president and something happened with him we had World War 3 almost start. we had a bunch of stuff and then here midway through 2020, then we have this whole civil movement. And now like the whole face of the nation is changing. So I feel that's that's an actually that's very good. It's commendable to the companies out there that are in a sense, helping out. Um, and it's commendable to everyone really helping out that this whole civil movement for Black Lives Matters, it's progressing and it's taking giant strides towards, I guess, what you could call victory.
5: I am super grateful, like, all these things are finally happening, like, at the Minneapolis Police Department stuff, like, finally, and then, like, Paw shows what's what took me, like, I'm just, like, when I saw that, I'm, like, fine it's, like, a lighthearted moment, like, people are not serious, but it was just to be funny because that's basically what a lot of people need right now, a laugh. Because all you see on your feed is, like, a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff, which is, and police brutality. Police brutality. I cannot say that word without saying it solely. But all I see is that and to sign petitions and stuff. And, like, I'm doing all of that and things, but, like, I find it, that Paw Patrol was just a funny one. Like, nobody was being serious, and it was just – cute and funny and i actually went on youtube to watch some a little bit of paw patrol which is weird because i don't really watch cartoons and i was just like oh my god this is just so cute but yeah that's just me
0: i actually saw the the paw patrol thing when it started like trending and i was like wait why is this happening uh, it was actually all a joke with the Paw Patrol stuff, and then people started taking it like really seriously. So that so they were like, "Cancel Paw Patrol! Cancel Paw Patrol!" And then you see that like people were considering canceling it. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" I thought this was a joke. Uh, I'm gonna be honest here. Like Paw Patrol didn't do anything. It's just it's just one little puppy. Like the construction dog. Uh, come on, now that 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 dog is like the best one out of all of them and uh what's it called i think it's just great that the movement's happening right now i think everything that's happening right now is good i the statues i I saw that and i was really i was like wow they are serious and they mean business and they're ready to um like how would you say they're ready to create progress
1: Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like the Paw Patrol one, I think we can all agree that was kind of it's showing how the younger generation is taking a situation that is very serious and very prevalent right now in society and sort of making a joke on it. We know cancel culture is very it's a huge thing on Twitter, especially where people cancel different celebrities for different things that they do and whether it's wrong or they just do it to make this hashtag go viral. This for Paw Patrol was definitely something unexpected to see, and you know, I saw the Paw Patrol trend pop up on my on my suggested, and I'm like, why is defund Paw Patrol a thing now? Like, what's going on here? But absolutely, we're seeing aside from you know this whole Paw Patrol movement now, we're seeing different measures being taken as a result, and in the wake of George Floyd's death, you know, we're seeing the Minneapolis police chief he's taking he's taking steps into completely changing the agency itself we're seeing so many different things happen and so many different things unfold and we'll continue to do so and we'll continue to talk about that here on the youth but when we come back here we're going to talk about yet another sporting league that announced their return and it's even sooner than many of the ones that we've talked about here on the youth thank you for listening and we'll be right back hey look what i found a radio radio
6: slam radio sirius xm channel 145
4: This is Brad Tejeda, The Brad Tejeda Show, covering Miami Hurricanes football, along with all other sports. Premieres June 30th, noon to 2, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM, channel 145.
0: Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today.
9: Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Manuel Alapola, too, I'm, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I call him if,
7: that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you
9: want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Manuel Alapola.
7: Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami
9: Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Manuel Alapola?
7: Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua
9: Nigamano Alapola? Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigamano Alapola? Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigamano
7: that sounds much better.
5: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145. Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
2: Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you
1: feel like is right
3: or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice.
0: And The mentors we have here like Frank the Tank and Amigo make you love this amazing program even more.
3: There are very few words that can describe Sam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia family.
1: We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family.
3: They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs.
7: I love being part
6: of Slam Radio.
9: Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world-famous wake-up show TV. we worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio, this is where they get busy.
1: We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. In our first segment, we talked about the coronavirus pandemic that has continued on for 80, 90 plus days. We've been stuck at home and now we're starting to see the reopening phases. And different things unfolding as a result. We also talked about the George Floyd situation and everything that has come as a result of this situation, including canceling Paw Patrol. <laughs> but moving on from that segment, in this next segment, we have another sporting league that is back. And they will be back even sooner than the ones we've discussed here on The Youth. You know, we've talked about La Liga. We've talked about Premier League. We've talked about the NBA, which the NBA, as we know, is probably the biggest sporting league that has probably announced their return and you know it'll be in the next month or so and we'll see some a semblance of sports once again even if it means playing in an arena with no fans but yet another soccer league has announced that they will be you know joining these different leagues in the return of sports as mls unveiled their official details for the return to play which will resume on ready for this one july 8th so in just a month we will be watching soccer again and this whole tournament is called MLS's back tournament and guess where will be held on the happiest place on earth Walt Disney World Resort so we have so many different sporting leagues that are apparently taking into consideration finishing out their seasons in Disney World because of you know the several amount of you know hotels and resorts that they can put their players at they have the ESPN worldwide Uh, of sports complex which is where all 26 teams of the mls will participate in this tournament and this allows for these 26 clubs to play in a controlled environment which is the exact reason why the nba did this as well again it allows for teams staying in one specific hotel they don't leave that hotel they go straight to the game they come back they practice wherever they need to practice but this is a lot sooner than the ones we've heard, and we continue to hear. And just as one league announces, another one announces, and it's even sooner than the last league. So we're seeing that these teams from the MLS, all 26 teams, will begin to arrive to Disney on June 24th. So that's in like, what, two weeks? It's almost there. And then, you know, the group stage commences on July 8th. We have the round of 16, which will go on from July 25th to July 28th. The quarterfinals on July 30th to August 1st semifinals on August 5th to August 6th, and then the final game of this championship of this tournament will be held on August 11th. So I don't know about you guys, but this sort of makes me feel like I'm watching the World Cup <laughs> because it's so many games in such a small condensed amount of time. You know, it's pretty much they spend a month playing soccer. And if we think about it, that's how the World Cup is pretty much made up of. Then we're going to have other, you know, other soccer leagues coming back at the same time around the same period of time so it'll be so much soccer going on and that's pretty much the only sport that's coming back really aside from basketball which will be returning in July as well but there's going to be so much soccer going on it's going to feel like a world cup
2: I mean I think that it kind of makes sense for them to start it a little bit earlier because you want it to feel like seasons so I get that they want to have like the season separated in some sort of sense and that makes the most sense to me but I think that the way that they're doing it is the smartest way to do it, and is the only feasible way to do it during this time. And how they how they're planning on doing it, and to be it, to be honest, I'm kind of excited to see it because I do like soccer and to play soccer. But I don't know. I think that this is definitely going to be a nice little routine, a nice little back to normal. Definitely before basket, basketball comes, at least for me.
0: Yeah, I definitely think this is a a great thing to come back. They're all. I noticed that all sports teams are going to Disney. I think they just want to be there. Come on, no. But the sad part is that they can't ride any rides, but whatever, you know, they have to deal with it. Um, it's gonna be really fun for to see like sports coming back. Um, as soon as like next month, and I can't. I actually can't wait. I've been bored. I've been watching the Tag. You know, it's yeah.
3: I can't believe that it's coming so soon, and I'm actually excited. Maybe even my brother and I, and my dad, probably watch it. It's some entertainment because like we don't watch TV. But I, I'm excited. I'm glad that they're doing it at like the happiest place on earth, and plus it gives them enough space to put all those teams like to do a, a tournament. It's actually exciting, and I'm not ex- I'm not usually excited for soccer, ever. I don't really like soccer that much, but I actually feel excited because I kind of miss sports being around. I'm used to be- having sports all around, even though I don't watch it. But I'm excited.
4: I mean, I guess, hooray for everyone who likes sports. Um, I don't know really what to say. I'm not the biggest sport person out there. But you're I a gym think- rat okay no 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 let's get this straight i'm a gym rat i'm not an athlete okay i can deadlift 160 pounds i'm not gonna go run 20 miles straight now that not that i wouldn't mind it but i'm not doing that now uh i'm not the biggest sports person though the closest you would get nicole the closest you'll get to me being in sports is football that's the closest you'll get because that's like the only sport i'll enjoy just because i get to tackle people <laughs> okay that's the fun part but soccer it's like hooray for everyone who likes soccer uh it's coming back other than that it's like I-, I don't know i mean it's gonna be in disney world so i guess it's gonna be very cheerful we could have mickey mouse as a little mascot
5: I feel like because um, soccer is finally coming back, maybe the world is finally starting to get back to what it's normal is going to be, not going back to normal. But, yeah, I feel like finally things are going back to, like, normal. Sports are coming back and stuff like that. We already know I don't like sports. One sport I really don't like is actually soccer. I find soccer so boring. Like, I would rather watch golf than watch a soccer game because soccer, all I see is them running up and down. I I don't even want to get this wrong. The grass. I don't know if it's a field, a court. I don't know what it is. is. But, yeah, that's all I see. It is so long. Soccer games are so long. It's like a baseball game. Like, I would only go to eat. But, yeah, just just because it's coming back, I just feel like the world is coming back to normal. Everything is about to come back in a blink of an eye. Like, I give it by the end of the summer for, like, everything to be back, sport-wise.
1: Which, like Elisa said, you know, it, it makes you feel and realize that there's some sort of normalcy coming back because these huge sporting leagues, especially soccer, which we know gather so many fans for one game. You're going to see, obviously, there's there will not be fans in the stands. It'll only be the teams playing. But it's something that will probably bring families and people just even closer together because everybody will be glued to that TV since they can't be in the arena, in the stadium, wherever they would be to watch this game but again this is just another sporting league that's back and we're continuing to see different sporting leagues putting together plans and trying to make some sort of compromise with their athletes with their players and of course you know making sure that everything follows the proper guidelines and making sure that everybody's safe they want to do this as safely as possible to bring these sporting leagues back because this is these people's jobs and it's there's a lot of people that have been missing sports you know we're seeing MLB having a really hard time trying to bring this back and we've been talking about this here on the youth you know we mentioned it briefly the other day um the MLB is actually having a hard time because the players don't want to compromise with less pay especially since they never even started their season so their season will be very very short since you know we're used to seeing 100 plus games for baseball, we probably will not see 100-plus games in baseball this season if they even do come back because there, are, there is a chance, and they've talked about that chance, that we may not see baseball until next year. So there's obviously that possibility looming around, and there's that where we may not see baseball this year, which who knows when was the last time that happened. But again, MLS is back, and it'll be back a lot sooner. We're going to see a lot of soccer played this summer, and it'll feel just like a World Cup almost. You know, in some sort of way, you know, we were supposed to have the Olympics this year, which would have been a lot of fun to watch. And I know that growing up, I've always looked forward to the Olympics and watching that every four years. But this year, we won't have that simply because of the coronavirus pandemic. So this will sort of fill in that void for the time being. And, of course, when the NBA comes back, I know a lot of people will be happy about that. Even if you're not a sports fan, someone in your house is a sports fan. And definitely that's something to look forward to. But when we come back here on the youth, something else is reopening. This is completely different than you know sports this is theme parks we've talked about theme parks as well here but this one some new restrictions and guidelines that'll sort of even bring that experience a lot it won't be the same it won't be what it is even less during this coronavirus pandemic you're listening to the youth here on slam radio sirius xm channel 145 hey look what i
8: found
6: a radio radio slam radio sirius xm channel 145
8: I get it. Your desk has been there for you, holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
6: Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win.
8: Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
6: Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning,
7: amigos. you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and then look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF.
6: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145.
4: This is Brad Tejeda, The Brad Tejeda Show, covering Miami Hurricanes football, along with all other sports. Premieres June 30th, noon to 2, only on Slam Radio Series XM, channel 145.
9: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know... You know, that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, Wow! You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
1: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
6: Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio.
1: Back here on the youth Sam Radio Series XM channel 145. In our last segment here on the youth, we talked about MLS is back, and we're gonna see it back a lot sooner than expected. You know, we keep hearing these sporting leagues announce their I'm back date, and it comes sooner and sooner for each league that announces. And now we'll see soccer return on July 8th with the MLS as the MLS is back tournament, and we'll continue to see different sports, you know, unfold and different, you know, coming back of sports and you know. NBA, La Liga, Premier League, and now MLS is added to that lineup. And hopefully we'll see other sporting leagues come along with this. You know, we still have football over in the fall, and who knows what will happen with football season. That's, you know, we still have some time for that. But moving on into this next segment, we've talked about theme parks and how the coronavirus pandemic has affected these theme parks during this time. You know, we briefly talked about a few shows ago the different restrictions and guidelines that now Guests will have to follow when returning to these parks. As we know, some of these parks here in Florida, the Disney World parks here in Florida, are set to open on July 11th, which include Magic and Animal Kingdom, and then July 15th with Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Now we're seeing Disneyland in California, which, as we know, is a much smaller park. Very small. Everything's very packed in together. And they're preparing to welcome visitors once again on July 17th. And of course, they have an extensive plan as to how this will all pan out, which includes some pretty different, you know, there's obviously the same restrictions, which we've discussed and we will discuss again here on the youth, But some additional ones that, you know, you sort of don't think of during this entire situation, which, again, skew and change the entire experience, especially for the younger kids who go for that full, you know, experience of the fireworks and meeting the characters and the rides and everything you know as we know face masks are going to have to be worn at all times which for us adults if it's already you know we have to wear it and we deal with it but after a certain period of time it does get sort of hard to breathe with and even in the heat here in florida especially we know california gets really hot in the summers too That is going to be sort of like a difficult thing to juggle, especially since we're not used to that. Temperature checks when entering, every other ride is to be kept empty, the single rider lane, you know, we won't see that anymore. Virtual ride lines will become a thing where, you know, it'll tell you, okay, it's your turn to come to the ride now. So that way, you know, you're not waiting in a small area with a bunch of people on top of one another. You know, we've talked about the eating experiences at these parks as we're going to see spaced out tables, disposable menus, wipe downs of these tables after each use contactless payment, but some different aspects that we didn't really think of and are now coming to become known as these parks prepare for reopening in just a month. You know, these opportunities where you get to meet Mickey Mouse and Donald Duncan, you get to hug them, take pictures with them, give them high fives. They talk to you for a little bit. Sometimes they do some silly things with you. And maybe they'll take you, you know, on a whole walk of the park. These characters which bring the park alive and make the experience even more than what it is, even if you're older, even if you're our age, when you go to these parks and you see these different characters walking around, you know, it brings joy to your face because you see them with the little kids interacting. But now, as a result of this pandemic and, you know, trying to keep proper social distancing, the characters will be around, but there will be no meet and greets. You cannot stop and take pictures with them to... Safely practice social distancing. We'll also see all those beautiful nighttime spectaculars, the parades, the electric parades in Disney, and the fireworks shows, and everything that requires people gathering so closely together to watch something. Those will be canceled until further notice, until they can, you know, properly figure out a way to hold these events. Then, you know, this won't happen. The hotels, all the resorts on these properties, they won't open until a week after the actual opening of these parks. And, of course, again, masks are required to wear?
2: I mean, I think the whole thing with the meet and greets is very much understandable because you do want to keep everybody as safe as possible, especially your own workers, because, again, if you're really going to want to bring joy, you're you're going to want to see, you're going to at least want to see the the Mickey Mouse and the princesses. But obviously, again, you need to keep your own workers safe. That's your top priority, other than keeping the people who are visiting their park safe and i mean i know that it's gonna obviously ruin some experiences for younger children but at this point this is kind of what's what's needed right now at least do i think it's going to happen forever no because it's it it's disney and disney always wants it to be the experience that you get from their theme parks so i'm more than a believer that after this passes by years from now because let's be realistic it's going to like pass by when I think I'll be a freshman in college. Let's all be a little more realistic on this. And by then, that's when I think everything will really go back to normal that we remember it kind of being normal. But for right now, having these these precautions and these virtual lines, and having you know no more meet and greets, and kind of you know stationing their theme park as a very well mechanized uh, ride. I guess you can say is a way to put it is a very smart way to maneuver themselves during a pandemic and in order to get the money and to get the funds and again, to bring experience and happiness to children and to the parents as well who see it as, as
5: at the same time. I think all the precautions Disney is taking to, like, open back up and, you know, let people have a little bit of fun in Disney is, like, needed. Like, we couldn't have them open and, like, they didn't set these type of precautions in place because it would have been, like, really bad for everybody, in my opinion. Um, uh, Yeah, honestly, like, the temperature checks and stuff like that, I don't trust temperature checks very a lot. Like, I don't, like, I... God forbid, I can have it. And my temperature is like normal, you get me. So I don't exactly really, We we've talked about that. I didn't mean yeah. to talk about that here, how
1: those temperature checks are not as accurate as they may seem, you know, even the the thermometer that they use is not proven, to, it's proven to not be an accurate, you know, temperature check, because you know, it's not like, <clears throat> say the, the actual thermometer that goes under your tongue or the one that goes inside your ear they just put this in front of your head and they expect it to sort of get your temperature. And just like Alicia said, you can be asymptomatic, but you have, you know, you're not showing fever. You're not showing any spike in temperature. You can be completely fine.
5: Yeah, exactly what she said. She said it better than I could, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think everything they're doing is good, and it has to be done, except I'm a little iffy about the temperature checks. And as for the eating arrangement in the dining rooms, I think that is the smartest thing I've heard, and every restaurant needs to pick up this idea of disposable menus, wipe down of the tables right after each use, and, like, separating the table. Like, every restaurant needs to, like, Come up with this, not come up with this idea, but like use this idea of the disposable menus, in my opinion.
4: I
0: mean, for me, I, I think the precautions that they're doing is very, is actually really good because now people can go to Disney and, you know, have some fun. Because I know so many people are so bored in their houses and they rather go out, do something. And just being at Disney would would probably like bring up their spirits. Come on, it's like the happiest place on earth after all. Uh, with the sitting arrangements in like the 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 food places, I don't think that's gonna work because I've seen play, like Disney food places and they're always so packed. So I don't know how that's gonna work. They're probably gonna have to pe- put people back in a line and make sure that they realize that they have to wait and all of that. But that's pretty much my opinion on that.
4: I mean, Disney World opens up. Who's down to go? Brie? Amanda? Nicole? Gerald? Anyone? I don't know.
1: I mean, the experience is sort of skewed as it is already. And we've talked about that here on The Youth before. It's not what it used to be at all. And now that you have to go through all of these different restrictions to go, I don't know if I'm going to go for a long, long time. And I said that the last time I went in October, I was like, I'm okay if I don't come back to Disney for a while. And well, I was, I was kind of right. I won't be going to Disney for a while because of these current restrictions in place. You also have to see how this all pans out. You know, I'm, I'm okay with going out to the stores right now and sort of returning to some sort of normalcy. And I know Angel and I agree on that. We're, you know, we're okay with going out as long as, you know, we do wear our mask and we are safe and we're, you know, we're being careful we're taking care of ourselves, not being reckless, of course. But in a situation like this, this is a pretty big area. This is a pretty big place. A lot of people can go. And of course there will be limited capacity, but it's still a capacity that is a lot more than just, you know, four people in a house hanging out, you know, just cause you know, it's your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, it, this is totally different. And while it would be fun, especially since we've been closed inside our house for so long, it would be something fun to do but it's still something you have to be careful with and tread with lightly. You have to be careful when you're engaging and now returning. There's a return to normalcy and then there's a return to this normalcy, which is gathering with so many other people around.
4: True. But I mean, still, it's Disney. I think as long as people follow the rules and the restrictions that are being placed right now due to a pandemic, I think things are going to be fine, of course. Since uh, coronavirus or COVID-19, however you wish to call it, it's uh, it's a disease that can be transmitted from virtually anywhere. Still, just as long as people follow the rules, people just make sure they're doing what they're told to do, they wear their masks, they wear their gloves, they wash their hands, et cetera, et cetera. they should be relatively safe. Um, and they shouldn't cause too much of a hassle for the workers at Disney, uh, the people that go to Disney for the entertainment, and yeah. And as far as it goes with the seating arrangements, it's you know, it's smart that they take that action because it shows that they actually kind of care about it and it shows that they're not being utterly reckless of just what's happening, if not, they just they're trying to go with what's most secure, per se.
3: I mean, I know for a fact that I'm not going to go to Disney for a long time because with everything going on and all the things that we usually like to see, I like to see the characters walking around as well as watch the fireworks show right after and watch the parade. It's not the same experience that uh, of watching all that if we go now it's not really the same at least to me uh when it comes to the eating arrangements I feel like with the with all the people that's gonna go because they still like Disney I know a lot of people still love Disney and they love going there's gonna be too much people trying to get a seat to eat and it's gonna be either a long line like Star Wars, like I saw Star Wars, there was a long, huge line. For a fact, there's going to be a long line to eat. Right now, people should like stay away because I don't trust, like you guys said before, the thermometers. With the heat and everything, I don't know about you guys, but especially me as a girl, like my hair, when it comes to, like being in hours in heat, forget it. My hair is hot. So putting it near my head, that my temperature is going to raise no matter what. And it's not trustworthy either because you could be non symptomatic and still have the virus and but with the heat and the mask i'm not willing to faint just to go to a park at least not right now
1: yeah absolutely so you know we'll see how this sort of unfolds i know angels sort of just ready to go to Disney world. And I think maybe we can send angel over and he can do a live broadcast from Disney world while we're here on the youth. And he can let us know how things are going down over there. That'd definitely be interesting. But when we come back here on the youth for our final segment, we're going to wrap things up with, you know, we're seeing different companies being hurt as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, but this one company sort of comes as a surprise, which they all sort of come as a surprise, but this one, especially simply because they're so popular around the, just around the world. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.
6: Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.
8: I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
6: Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win.
8: Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
4: This is Brad Tejeda, The Brad Tejeda Show, covering Miami Hurricanes football, along with all other sports. Premieres June 30th, noon to 2, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM, channel 145.
6: Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you
7: imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through barking at all of them and the big dogs just look at each other look down at the chihuahua and then look at each other again like is this dog for real the chihuahua is ucf
6: good morning amigo weekdays 7 to noon only on slam radio sirius xm 145
8: my mother was always very active and independent and she was familiar with her neighborhood but one day she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual she wasn't even really sure where she was at it's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, mom will figure it out.
2: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
9: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, i seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know... You know, that, that all they can do is learn. And come back bigger, better, stronger. Because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
1: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
9: Hey, this is Ron Rivera, listening to Slam
6: Radio.
1: We are back here on the youth Slam Radio, series Slam, channel 145. In our last segment, we talked about Disneyland, the
3: reopening,
1: and pretty much everything that you can't do Cause there's so much you can't do as a result of what you can do at these parks, and we'll see how this all works out for Disney World and for Disneyland in the reopening phases of these theme parks. But in this final segment, you know, we've talked about different companies that have been hurt as a result of the COVID 19 pandemic. We've seen different companies and big name companies file for bankruptcy, such as JCPenney, Neiman Marcus, J. Crew, True Religion. Pier One Imports and so many more. We're seeing some companies on the edge, like Brook Brothers and others. No, me need to. No, me. I didn't mean a rhyme there, but you know, we're seeing so many different companies being hurt as a result of this pandemic. Their storefronts were co- were closed be- during all these days, these three months that we've been at home, and pretty much the only way they've made any sort of revenue is through either you know, curbside pickup if they had the the opportunity to do that. It's not just online sales. And now we're seeing one company, again, as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, they're not filing for bankruptcy. But instead, they're permanently closing 400 of their locations in North America, as well as 200 of their locations in Canada. The coffee giant Starbucks right now is struggling during the pandemic. And this these are the measures they're having to take in order to sort of make it through and wiggle their way through the pandemic as we begin to reopen and make it into this, you know, these reopening phases and start preparing for a post-quarantine world where we're back to some sort of normal. But this, I think for me, this one comes especially as a surprise because Starbucks is Starbucks. There's locations everywhere. And Starbucks, there's always a line out the door. You always have to wait, you know, like 10, 15, 20 plus minutes for your coffee. And Obviously, during this pandemic, you know they may not have been as packed as usual. Drive-through was the only option, or you went in, picked up your coffee, and you couldn't stay to sit. Which uh, it gets to a point where people find it a hassle, and they would almost just rather, you know, stay at home and make their coffee at home. But again, 400 of their stores here in North America, 400 of their stores here in America will be closing, as well as 200 in Canada.
2: I think this is crazy because Starbucks is a, is as you said, is one of the biggest names brands. Uh, Biggest name brands that, that we know for coffee that we all kind of enjoy if, if, if you like one thing or the other But I think it's pretty crazy because again, like I I never thought that Starbucks would ever be closing over 600 of their stores in total in, in the North American view So I think that's pretty intense and again They're they're a worldwide company which kind of makes it even more surreal that this pandemic is really just hitting every everything and everywhere because again Worldwide, they they bring in so many, um, they bring in so much money in general, and it's really intense because I would have never again, as I would never figured that they would go, not bankrupt, but would be closing their stores for good, in 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 some sense.
5: I think that is crazy because like Starbucks is Starbucks like. I don't know someone that doesn't like Starbucks except me. I wouldn't really go to Starbucks. Like if it was up to me, I don't really care about it. But that's besides the point. But yeah, I think that's crazy how so many of them are closing. Like all you hear people talk about in this world is Starbucks. Like everyone's always talking about the new Starbucks drink, the new this, the new that. And to hear 400 of them are closing here in North America and 200 in Canada is actually insane. Like I feel like, when i used to drive around i just saw starbucks in every corner and now i'm just gonna it's gonna be dead space like nothing's gonna be there which i think is crazy but i think we can officially say that america runs on duncan since starbucks is about to be out of the picture that was
1: that was a good one alicia honestly i have to give you props for that because you're not hearing anything about duncan struggling during this time they're still open and they're working avidly and we're seeing starbucks which has been considered to always be you know in a way superior to dunkin donuts they're now having to close so many stores and forget the fact that you know it's just an empty lot that's going to be sitting there now and you know a lot of people will be deprived of maybe you had a starbucks right next to your house now you have to drive 15 minutes to get starbucks the people that have these jobs at these different stores how are they going to relocate them what are they going to do with these people will people just go out and branch out into their starbucks like how will that work that's another thing that comes into question as well but yeah I guess Alicia you can say that America does run on Duncan because that that was I think that that may be one of the funniest things Alicia's ever said
3: (laughs) I am shocked that Starbucks is gonna close a lot of stores but then again I don't go as much but I love going when I can but it's Right now, if it's necessary, it's necessary, but it's a lot of things you gotta think about, like the people, like Amanda, you said. A lot of people might lose their jobs or they might relocate. You don't know what's gonna happen. The empty spaces of the different stores. I like Dunkin' a lot, by the way, because um, the donuts are there and I like coffee. I'd rather get coffee like from Dunkin' than Starbucks because I can't have certain things. But it's okay. I just shocked that a lot of people I know, for a fact, a lot of people that I know love Starbucks. But if it has to get to the point that that um, it has to close down, and it's probably reasonable. But with the situation that's going on, I can't. I don't know what to say.
1: I don't know. It's just—it's sort of shocking, you know. All of these, when they started announcing they were fighting for bankruptcy, it was—it was pretty like, "Wow, okay, that's that's interesting." But this, especially with Starbucks, we know again, Starbucks are always packed. I always have to wait in line just to get, you know, a, a frappuccino or whatever it is that I want to have that day, and I have to wait such a long time in line. And now, seeing that as a result of this pandemic, even with drive-through, they're still having to close down some. Amanda, Amanda, downstairs. Amanda. Do you hear that? <laughs> I do hear that. And that means we have neared the end of our show today. Thank you, Brianna, Gerald, Alicia, Nicole, and Angel for being here today. Thank you guys for another spectacular show of the youth. We talked about so many different things here today and we will continue to do so tomorrow as it is Friday and we celebrate the end of the weekend, the coming of the weekend, even if we're on summer vacation. But thank you to everybody for listening to you today. And of course, thank you to our doctors, our nurses, and our healthcare workers who are fighting COVID-19 on the front lines. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we appreciate appreciate all the listeners here. Thank you for listening to the youth. Sam Radio Sirius XM channel one forty five.